direct from Anaheim. It's blindbargains.com coverage of CSUN 2020. Brought to you by AFB Access World. For the latest news and accessibility information on mainstream and access technology, Apple, Google, Microsoft, and Amazon offerings, access technology book reviews and mobile apps, and how they can enhance entertainment, education, and employment, log on to Access World, the American Foundation for the Blind's free monthly online technology magazine, www.afb.org. Now, here's Shelley Brisbane. Welcome to Blind Bargain's coverage of CSUN 2020. I'm Shelley Brisbane, and I am talking with somebody a lot of you out there might be interested in hearing from. He is Karthik Conan from Envision AI, and you may have heard that there are uh, new glasses from Envision, but I think we're going to get started and get a sort of a general explanation of what Envision AI is all about and then find out what's new. Hi, Karthik, how are you? I'm good, Shelley. Uh, thank you so much for having us on uh, the Blind Bargains podcast. Uh, we've been a big followers of Blind Bargains from this, since the beginning. So Envision AI is basically an app that helps uh, people with a visual impairment to live more independently. What it does is you can take images of things around you and it can extract information from those images and then speak them out to you. So for example, if you'd like to read text or recognize faces or recognize objects, the app is able to do that for you. And it's available on both iOS and Android. Uh, we're here at CSUN because we're launching the Envision AI app on the new Google Glass 2. So you'd be able to do everything that you do with the Envision app, but completely hands-free in, an, in a totally unobtrusive manner by just wearing on the Google Glass and then doing all the functions of the Envision app. Is the app that you are adding Google Glass to different from the Envision AI app that people may already be familiar with, or is it is it updated? Or? Well, it is a bit different, as in, you know, uh, the app is completely run on the Google Glass and it's totally standalone. On the other hand, it is also very familiar because it, uh, it has all the exact features of Envision AI app that people really love. So there is instant text, there is read documents, the describe scene. So all of these features are something that users of the app are very familiar with, and that's also going to be on the glasses. So talk about Google Glass too. People may not have seen or certainly physically touched Google Glass. How how big is it? How heavy is it? What's, what's it like to wear a Google Glass? So the Google Glass is very much like just any other pair of spectacles. It's pretty lightweight, so you can wear them on like how you wear any other pair of spectacles. On the right side of the Google Glass is basically where there's the touchscreen, the battery, the speaker, and the microphone. So the touchscreen is located near your temple, and then you'd be able to swipe like how you do uh, with either TalkBack or VoiceOver on your phone. You'd be able to swipe through the different options. You'd be able to double tap to go into a particular option uh, and then take an image or start reading things around you or start finding objects around you and so on. So uh, there's the speaker that is basically located near your ear so that speaks out all the information to you as you you know as the google glass processes it and uh, there's also a microphone that's built into the glass itself so the glasses can be connected via bluetooth headphones uh, if you have bluetooth headphones and it can also be uh, you know connected to usb-c headphones and so on yeah so any way that you can hear from your phone, whether it's through wired headphones or Bluetooth headphones, the glass would transfer. Exactly. So it's very similar to the way uh, you have uh, your, you know, connecting your Bluetooth headphones or connecting your wired headphones to your phone. You can just plug them on or pair them, and then it would you'd be able to hear all the output uh, on them as well. Is this available now, or when are you going to have it available? 
Yes, it is available now and it's available at a special price as well. So we launched uh, the Envision glasses for pre-orders uh, this Saturday, uh, last Saturday, and uh, it's uh, it's available on our website. So when people go on our website, they, they'd be able to buy glasses and we're shipping to people across the world. We're starting with uh, the, the price is around 1,500 euros to begin with, uh, and that's a special pre-order price and it's going to be retailing at 1,800 euros uh, later on. Is it available in the U.S.? You mentioned euros, so is it available for purchase for U.S. customers? Yes, it is available for purchase uh, for U.S. customers and also for customers across the world. Okay, great. But so whatever the translation for euros at any given time, that's approximately what it would cost. So it's available now. Have you been beta testing this? Have people been actually using it out in the field for a while? Oh, yes. We've actually been beta testing it for the last few weeks. I mean, in fact, the glasses has been something that we've been working on uh, for almost a year now. So we've been beta testing the Google Glass, uh, the Envision Glass, uh, Envision app on the Google Glass for the past few weeks. We've had people use the glasses with them 24/7, uh, and we've been able to like work with them to iron out the issues. And we're here at CSUN to basically, you know, show the glasses to more people and get their feedback and get them to test it out. Now, you say it's for blind and visually impaired people. What's the experience like of somebody who has low vision? Are they going to not be interacting with the glasses at all? Is it ex expected that you would be using voiceover or talkback primarily? Or is there any advantage for somebody with some vision? So uh, for people with low vision, uh, we're working with uh, some of our low vision users to see how we can adapt the Google Glass display to basically make it easier for them to access information around them. So for example, the Google Glass display could double up as a magnifier, right? So pe for people with low vision. And for people with uh, who are blind and visually impaired, uh, we do have a version of TalkBack on the glasses, which uh, will basically speak out the information to them as and when they're using it, just like how they do with the smartphone. So that's separate from the phone, so you could use the glasses without your phone, or how does that work? Yes, the glasses can be used completely independently from your phone. Uh, we also have an option where you can pair the glasses with your smartphone. You know, you could pair it with the Envision app and you could control uh, various settings of the glasses directly from the app. So for example, if you want to increase the volume or decrease it, uh, maybe change the TTS engine. So you could do all of that stuff uh, once you pair the glasses with your phone. Yeah, let's talk about that. What kind of voices are available? How many languages? So, at the moment, we support 60 different languages, and uh, we are trying to work uh, with different TTS engine providers. So, there's going to be the Google TTS that's going to be there for sure. Uh, but we're also trying to work with other TTS providers to get them onto the glasses, so that uh, you know people can have a lot more languages, a lot more voices, uh, and stuff like that. So, we're talking to people like the Vocalizer guys, and we're talking to acapella. So, we're talking to a few people and get them on board uh, on the glass as well. But it's always self-voicing. I'm not, or am I able to use the talkback or the voiceover? voice that I'm used to. It is at the moment self-voicing uh, because uh, the Google Glass doesn't necessarily support voiceover or talkback so we're not able to sort of port the voices uh, but if you're someone who's using a Google TTS uh, you know or you're using talkback there's Google TTS so there should be some familiarity uh, with the voices. Okay we're gonna go out for a demo in a little bit but uh, tell people where they can find out more information and purchase the glasses if they want. Sure. Uh, so you can find more information on our website, uh, so, and you can also purchase it on our website. The, uh, the URL is letsenvision.com slash glasses. So it's L-E-T-S-E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N dot com 
slash glasses. So you can go there and purchase the glasses. So you would purchase the glasses and then you'd be able to download the app and add it to your phone if you wanted to use it that way. Exactly. So you can purchase the glasses now. Uh, it's out for pre-orders. There's a special price, uh, like I mentioned, and we're going to start shipping the glasses to customers uh, sometime around July, August. Great. Karthik, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much, Shelly. I'm, I'm wearing the glasses, the left, it's, it's, it's a pair of glasses, a pair of spectacles that don't have lenses in them, obviously, and then it's a thin wire frame that wraps around the left side of my head, and then I have just the glasses over my head, and then on the right side is a long uh, uh, piece of plastic that goes all the way to my, the back of my head, and I just heard a noise in my ear. Uh, so basically, as soon as you open up the app, uh, open up the glasses, sorry, the app loads automatically. So you can just, uh, if I can have your finger for a second. Sure. Uh, so this is basically the the touch area, okay. right? And you can just swipe through. Swipe. Read documents. Read documents. Oh. Oh yeah. Describe scene. Video call. Find object. So you could swipe back. Video right. call. Describe let's, scene. Let's do that. Let's describe scene. Yeah. So you double tap on it now. Double tap to take a picture. Swipe down to act. Oops, all right. Single yeah, tap. you double tap again. Tap. Yeah. Okay. Swipe down. Do I, so now, so I wait for it to process? Yeah. A man wearing a blue shirt. Yeah, that's me. There I'm just go. standing in front of you. You're so. standing to my to the front yeah. and to the right. Let, let, let's let's, uh, let's look around. Yeah, I'll take. Let me hold that. There we yeah. go. So you can swipe down again. Okay. So you can just swipe down again so, oops oh. oh it'll take another picture oh, if, right. if you just swipe down once again yeah you can just take yeah. another picture so I'm gonna look this way okay a group of people standing in a room yeah, a group of people okay. standing there in a room so. it's a very big room but yeah. yeah okay so let me so I don't know what else okay there's a, there's doors across the way let's yeah. see how so it if you swipe down again standing in a room describe scene oh you double tap again oh. double tap to take a picture you can take swipe a picture down to exit Yeah, it's a group of okay. So that's uh, that's basically with uh, with describe scene. Right. Uh, and you go back to the main menu. You can just swipe down. Yeah. A group of people in a oh, it's still. Yeah. Describe scene. Okay. okay. So you can just swipe forward. Swipe forward. Okay. Oh, swipe go. swipe back. Sorry. Describe and you could go, you could go to read documents and okay. I have a, I think, and uh, you can basically go ahead and try to Great. just take a photo of okay. it. I'm gonna have to have you hold that. Okay. So yeah. swipe, uh, double tap. Yeah. You double tap. Double tap to take a picture. Yep, Swipe down again. to exit. It's kind of dark here. Is it going to be okay with that? Yeah, that's going to be fine. 35th annual. So you can swipe through, like how you do with... Oh, no. Oh. Uh, sorry. So you take double tap to take a picture again. Okay. So you swipe forward or backward to be able to scroll through the text. Okay, after it's done, right? Yeah. 35th yeah. annual. Yeah, now swipe forward. March 9 to 13, O-R, R-S-C-S-U-N. So it's going to read a line at a time or a word at a time? Uh, it reads basically like a paragraph at a time. So you're okay. just holding the first page of the yeah. CSUN assistive technology so, oh, well, manual. A, yeah, I was going to say there's not, it's going to find where there might be a discrete paragraph for it. Yeah, this is not yeah. like a table. So anyway, so that, and then can I change the granularity of it? Could I have it 
play a paragraph at a time or a sentence at a time? Yeah, so it, it, by default it plays a paragraph at a time. Uh, so you can go ahead and uh, you know have it read paragraph at a time or you can do it like how you do with voiceover so you can right. say I want to read a line or a word at a time so those are uh, things that you can configure uh, the way you want to read it and also the reading speed and the pitch and things like that. So the camera is on the right edge of the glasses so I guess if I'm looking at something I need to be conscious of that rather than like looking straight ahead from my nose, right? Is, is that is that right? Uh, that is, so you're right, the camera is on the right, but then the way the camera is, is placed, it's placed looking more towards the center. I see, it's angled. Yeah, okay. it's angled. So it's angled in a way that it looks like it's at the center. So technically you can just hold it like how you'd hold it, like, you know, if, if there was a camera sitting on the nose, on Got your it. nose, yeah. and then just take a picture and then it would be able to go ahead and capture uh, things automatically okay. for you. So, are there some other functions we can look at? We've, we've done uh, swipe we can, documents. Yeah, we can also look at, uh, for example, like uh, instant text. So, you could okay. just go ahead and swipe down. Yeah. Uh, swipe down. It's still reading. It's still trying to read. Do I need, uh, how do I yeah. get out of it? Just, just swipe down should be, yeah, swipe down again. So you can tell what I'm doing. Are you seeing something on a display, or you? Yeah, I can. I can see you know, a little bit of what you're doing. So now let's try instant text. Instant text. There so we go. this is very much similar to what it is in the app. So you could just start reading all kinds of text around okay. you. So you just I probably got some text. Oh, like a sign or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, like a sign. So you just double see. tap and it starts to read. Let's go find something to read. There's a big display sign over here. Okay, here we go. Well, this is sideways. How is it going to do on that text that's? It should be good. It All should, right. It should, uh, let, let's give it a shot. Uh, I think you're, no. you're, you're, you're double I'm tapping in the wrong place. Oh, you're oh wait, I went back to read documents. No, don't. Yeah, double tap go. again. Uh, I think, yeah. I'm making the mistake. I'm turning my head, but that's not what I want to do. Okay. Yeah, so you can, you can just double tap. Uh, no. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Here we go. Now you're, now you're starting to move. Yeah, it says Crawford Tech. So it's nice about that. Okay, stop. It's so keeping. Down. Come and stop it. There we go. Yeah. So, so I should describe the sign. So it's there's a vertical wording at the top, but then most of the where it says Crawford Tech. Tech yeah. that is. Uh, well, it's vertical, but yeah, it's, it's vertical. yeah. I said yeah. that wrong. So it's it's not to the left and right, it's up and down, which is nice. It's yeah, so it's able to that. automatically understand the orientation yeah. and then, uh, you know, see that, okay, this isn't vertical, so I'm going to just basically flip it and then read it correctly. So it's possible to do that. And uh, also something that might be interesting for your international listeners is the fact that this can read in over 60 different languages, including right. Chinese, Hebrew, Arabic, and so on. So yeah, it's really useful for people who are like, for example, we have a lot of Japanese users and this is something that they can buy and make use of because it's able to read Japanese really well, like how it reads English. Does it do translation? So if I've read that Crawford Tech sign, but I'm a Japanese speaker, would I get... Well, that's not a good example because it's a proper name, but would yeah. it translate language? Uh, yes, there is also a possibility to do that. So you can also have the option to translate text that you read. So if you're in a foreign country and you want to read the menu and have that translated for you, the glasses can do those as well. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, something that's also like really exciting for us that I probably should have mentioned, uh, you know, earlier as well, is the fact that this is basically a platform for other apps to also come onto the Google Glass 
like what we're doing. So we're basically building a platform where, for example, we could have folks like BMIs or Ira also come onto the glasses. So we're at CSUN trying to uh, discuss this with them as well. And uh, we have meetings set up and we should be, uh, we'll, we'll see if we can get them on board the glasses as well. So that should really broaden what the glasses can do. So it's not just, you know, the Envision app, but then you also have other apps that you, that you might want to use as well. So your platform is not the AI that we've been describing, the Envision AI AI. It is the ability to run this kind of software on the Google Glass platform. Yeah, more broadly, it's like being able to run a platform, uh, it's it's basically a platform for smart glasses, right. right? So it's an AI-powered platform for smart glasses, so the Envision AI app is uh, as an app showcasing that platform, and uh, we're also talking to other developers uh, who our users are really interested in to get them onto, the, uh, onto these uh, as well. So in theory, if there were another smart glasses platform like Horizon or some other glasses, you could make your software work on that platform also. Totally, totally. Yeah. Uh, one of the key things is that, you know, we're starting with the Google Glass today because that is the most powerful smart glasses out there. But uh, tomorrow, if say Amazon or even Apple yeah. comes out with smart glasses, we are more than prepared uh, to be able to take our software and put them onto those glasses. So we're trying to be a very platform agnostic company. So we're trying to be on as many platforms as we can. Are Google Glass widely enough available that when you start taking pre-orders, you say you're not going to ship until July or August, but are people who want these going to be able to get them in the quantities that you, I mean, especially with what's going on in the world right now, I don't know where these are manufactured, but what are your issues for availability of the hardware? So we don't foresee any issues with the availability of the hardware because we've been in touch with Google over this uh, for a long time now, and uh, we're very closely partnering with them. So I think we'd be able to easily, you know, hit up pre-order numbers uh, and be able to supply the glasses uh, starting from August. Okay. Yeah. And, and who do you think this is the right fit for? Obviously, there are lots of different assistive technologies out there, and there are lots of people with blindness and visually impairment, visual impairments, but what kind of a person do you anticipate would be a good fit for this product right now? So that's a really good question. I think what we're trying to aim for is, uh, is a user who is someone who is quite active in their in their lifestyle so someone who probably works at, at, at an office or someone who is studying as a student and someone who has to basically read a lot of text or be able to go out and about and do things this is aimed at them and it's also but it's also made it uh, we've also built it to be very user friendly for even older audiences as well so that's what we're going for to begin with and I should say they're very lightweight I mean it's it's yeah. like wearing a slightly heavier pair of glasses and you want to be careful, but it's not like wearing a headset or even any, I've, I've worn heavier pairs of glasses. I mean, it's, it's pretty, what's, yes. what's the battery life like for the Google Glass with this platform running on it? Yeah, so it is, uh, uh, like you mentioned, you know, uh, very lightweight. So some of the users that we've been testing with told us that they don't really remember wearing the glasses at all. So they get used to it after a while. The battery life on these are about seven hours. So if you put them on standby, you can, you know, go up to about uh, 10 to 12 hours as a, uh, uh, as a whole. But uh, you should be able to get a solid five to seven hour usage uh, with the glasses. And we're also optimizing the battery life even more and by the time it ships you should be able to get five to seven hours easily. Great. Uh, what, what haven't we talked about? What, what haven't I asked that, that we need to know about? Nothing, nothing that, I can, okay. that I can think of. So Great. I think we did cover the partnerships, we covered the pricing, yep. availability, 
Yeah, I think that's... Tell me again the, the website information because they might want, Patrick might want to put this on at the end of the demo, so let me just ask you again to yeah. tell us where people can learn more and buy these glasses if they want. Sure, so you can learn more about the glasses at www.letsenvision.com slash glasses. So that is L-E-T-S-E-N-V-I-S-I-O-N dot com slash glasses. Excellent. Karthik, thank you so much for your time. Yeah, thank you so much. For more exclusive audio coverage, visit blindbargains.com or download the Blind Bargains app for your iOS or Android device. Blind Bargains audio coverage is presented by the AT Guys online at atguys.com. This has been another Blind Bargains audio podcast. Visit blindbargains.com for the latest deals, news, and exclusive content. This podcast may not be retransmitted, sold, or reproduced without the express written permission of AT Guys. Copyright 2020.